Hi, welcome to the FX Scouts podcast. Today we're going to be covering an interesting topic, crypto trading. Cryptocurrencies have recently come under the scrutiny of some of the world's biggest regulators, and we'll discuss what this means for you as a crypto trader and the differences between trading cryptos and crypto CFDs. As always, please share and enjoy. Hey, Alison, how are you today? Hey, Chris, I'm doing really well. How are you? Yeah, I'm all right, thanks. What, are you, what have you been up to the last few days? Uh, well, I wrote a review on Go Markets. Um, they're an Australian broker, and uh, they're very, I must say, I was quite impressed by, by what I found. They're very well regulated, and um, they offer support for MT4 and MT5, which is always a good thing. Um, and and the, the one thing that stuck out for me about them is that they have um, an excellent uh, range of trading tools. So they've got VPS services and auto charters, MetaTrader, Genesis, Trading Central, and then they have a really good um, copy trading service. Um, oh, wow. Yeah. That is great. That's unusual to see so many, so many trading tools, like good trading tools like that on a single broker. Yeah. Yeah. I was very impressed. Yeah. So it was just nice to, to see that. What have you been up to? I've been, um, I had a long weekend. I was uh, climbing around mountains and, and spent some time on the beach yeah. and ate my own body weight in seafood. <laughs> that sounds it amazing. Good. It <laughs> was amazing. Thank you very much. Back at work today, though. Uh, feeling relaxed, but, but a bit tired, not going to okay. lie. But it was great. Oh, good. Great to hear. So um, what are we talking about today? Right, we, uh, that's right. Today we are going to delve into the mysterious world of cryptocurrency trading. Um, it's mysterious because cryptos don't work quite the same way. They don't have the same price drivers as other financial assets. Um, but also mysterious because the financial transactions um, when trading crypto are anonymous. And so, you know, historically, like, in, well, historically, in the last few years, um, crypto trading has got a bit of a bad rap. We know that it's used by a lot of scammers and opportunists. Um, to both defraud people and also for making money. So yeah, it's a it's slightly different uh, financial asset than um, than most of the others that we talk around talk about in this program. Yeah, but as we saw, and I think we spoke about in the last few episodes, um, the South African regulator, the FSCA or Financial Sector Conduct Authority, has now um, declared crypto assets as a financial product, um, which means that. Crypto asset providers have only until November 2023 to be um, licensed um, under the Financial Advisory um, Act that that many of the brokers are, which puts South Africa at the forefront of crypto regulation, interestingly. Um, So, so far, only the US, the UK and Europe have declared uh, their intention to regulate this industry. But no one so far has, has said exactly what it means. So it's quite impressive that South Africa is sort of on the heels of these uh, bigger countries and, and economies. Yeah, and I think it's probably because it's booming. It's been booming in South Africa for some time. The crypto, crypto industry is huge. Mm-hmm. And the FSCA, you know, for all its flaws, is a very forward-looking um, regulator. And, but it's also, I think, you know, it's obvious we were talking about the US, the UK there as well, and Europe. I mean, all of these regulators, they want to protect their consumers um, from the problems that come with uh, cryptocurrency trading. Uh, but they also don't want to come down too hard because it's a really booming, flourishing financial industry and there's a lot of money to be made. 
Yeah. I'm sure this hasn't escaped um, the financial regulator in South Africa either. But as it stands, only the most basic of regulatory supervision has been applied. Um, as far as I can tell, the crypto exchanges, um, they, are, they fall under now, fall under anti-money laundering laws. And they can't operate in a lot of these places without a license. Um, I know that the FCA in the UK has also the power to prevent um, crypto exchanges from making misleading statements when advertising as well. So they can't advertise on TV and say, you know, you're going to make a million dollars immediately, which is which is good. And we were just looking now, it looks like the FSCA in South Africa is also um, the now crypto exchanges come under the financial ombudsman in South Africa. Which is excellent. Um, which is excellent, which means that if you, what was it up to? It was up to 800,000 800, rand, I think, right? And yeah. so the, basically that means that if, uh, if if people have a complaint against a crypto exchange, that they can claim up to 800,000 rand. Yeah, which exactly, is which is really important. Yeah, it's really important. There's a lot of a lot of crypto scams in South Africa. So this is, um, this is a good step in the first direction. Yeah, absolutely. So, but now we're talking about crypto, the underlying asset, crypto. Mm-hmm. So if we talk about mm-hmm. crypto CFDs or derivatives trading, which is what our show is usually about or what we, we sort of look at as, as a company. Um, in the UK, the FCA has already banned crypto CFD trading for all non-professional traders. So that's something we, we often write about, is that if, if a company is FCA regulated and they onboard traders through their FCA license um, or regulated entity, that you cannot trade on, on cryptos unless you're a professional trader. And in the USA, there's absolutely no uh, crypto tra- CFD trading at all. Um, so that's that's uh, banned outright. But in, in South Africa, we're still going to sort of see what's going to happen. Uh, currently, it doesn't look like it'll be affected because cryptos are derivative products. Um, and they already fall under the ODP license, um, which is something that all FSCA regulated brokers hold. Um and there hasn't been much word on on what's going to happen to CF, uh, crypto CFDs uh, from yeah from exactly a standpoint yet. I can't imagine they're going to do too much. Um, as you said, like it's already covered by this ODP license, which covers all derivative brokers. Uh, so I think crypto CFDs will probably probably fall outside the purview of this new legislation. But I could be wrong. I could be wrong. And in previous years, I mean, the FSCA generally follows the FCA. Um, in a lot of this kind of stuff, it lags about five years behind in terms of regulation, but eventually seems to catch up. So I wouldn't be entirely surprised if, if the FSCA tries to regulate, uh, you know, standard CFD trading, yeah. but then maybe maybe ban crypto CFD trading. Mm. But we'll have to wait and see. And but in the meantime, bring, yeah. And at least bring down the leverage um, on crypto. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, this is something they could probably look at. So, but let's let's have a chat quickly about the difference between uh, trading crypto normally and then trading crypto CFDs. Um, as most of our listeners know, CFDs are so they're derivative trading instruments. Um, the CFDs allow traders to profit from the rise or the fall in an underlying asset without having to actually own it. Mm. So, the most frequently traded CFDs in our speciality are forex pairs. Um, so the EURUSD, etc. Stocks, obviously, we talk a lot about commodities. And in the last few years, yes, uh, cryptocurrencies have become a very popular CFD uh, to trade. The big difference between uh, crypto trading and trading crypto CFDs is that CFDs are traded on margin. It's something we talk about a lot, leverage. Um, 
to make a decent profit with a small amount of money. Uh, you CFD traders as um, you know will borrow borrow money from their broker, and they use their, their own money as collateral for the leveraged debt that they borrowed from their broker. And this is what makes CFD trading risky, right? Whether it's forex or stocks or commodities, uh, leverage amplifies profits, uh, but also amplifies losses. And um, you know, and we were, you know we talk about this all the time, Alison, like how dangerous leverage can be, especially mm-hmm. if you've got really high leverage. You can wipe out your account with a bad trade very, very easily. Yeah, and especially if you if you have a very small margin um, and a very high leverage, um, mm-hmm. you should sure wipe it out with cryptos in seconds at times. Yeah, we'll, we'll we're going to talk about that now exactly. Yeah, so one of the the main advantages of trading cryptos is its volatility, and this is why so many uh, traders are interested in cryptos as a tradable asset. Um, and it's different to other assets. So, for example, if you look, if, if you're looking at oil um, and the price of crude falls today, then you can take a short position on the crude CFD and profit from the drop. And the same, if if you think the price will rise, you can take a long position um, and then obviously profit from that that uh, upswing. Um, and with CFDs, the more volatile an asset, the more opportunity there is to make a profit. So for scalpers in particular, um, they will mm-hmm. they really appreciate more volatile assets because it's easier then to make that profit. So it's easy to see, obviously, the, the advantages of, of CFD trading. Um, and with a, an asset like Bitcoin, the profit potential is huge. Um, and obviously, if you're trading with leverage, then this further exaggerates um, the, the profit potential, but also the potential to, to make a huge loss. But the problem, well, the problem and the, the advantage is that something like Bitcoin is pure, purely driven by risk sentiment rather than um, sort of traditional market movers, as you were saying earlier, Chris. Mm-hmm. So with Forex trading, there is an underlying economic concern that drives that price. But with Bitcoin trading, there is little, um, there, there's little that you can sort of look at the, the fundamental or you, you can obviously look at technical analysis, but little in terms of the fundamentals. Um, that will give you an idea of, of what's going to happen to to that asset, uh, the crypto. Yeah, asset. exactly. And because, and as you say, because there's no fundamentals behind it, you know, it's all it's all driven by um, by risk, risk and greed, fear yeah. and greed. That's all it drives in. So the volatility is insane. Well, and but there yeah. are technical indicators and crypto social media feeds, as you showed me the other day, and mm. just how yeah. amazing those are. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Those social media. I mean, there's your fundamental analysis. Go sit on a social media feed yeah. and watch what crypto traders are saying. Yeah, yeah, no, it's it's uh, yeah, no, it's and what they're they're movers. Um, but yeah, there's no there's no underlying economic data really that you can no. take to 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 follow Bitcoin. And as a result, incredibly volatile, like you said. And when leveraged, you know, there's real profit potential there. And so this, you know, this is what crypto CFDs are. And you know, but we, as we, you know, as you know, there was a big crypto crash uh, last year. I think wiped off two thirds of the value of the cryptocurrency market. Um, Bitcoin, Bitcoin peaked at about seventy thousand US dollars, and I think it's now been hovering around twenty thousand uh, US dollars the last few months. Mm-hmm. And so, people who weren't trading crypto CFDs but actually trading crypto, like buying and holding crypto, I mean, they've lost a huge amount of money in mm-hmm. the last twelve months. I mean, I know a friend of mine who's lost uh, tens of thousands um, uh, since the end of last year. You know, and it's and this this, this crash has also forced the closure of more than a few exchanges. And while crypto, it's not it was not a asset 
uh, significant enough to the wider financial markets to damage um, entire economies, like the 2008 crash, which was um, regulators have still they've launched criminal probes into into how some of these large these larger exchanges operated during the crash. This is where the CFD traders then have the advantage um, over the yeah. crypto investors because if they stayed away from purchasing the underlying assets or the cryptocurrency itself um, and traded this, the crypto CFDs instead, then they and if they knew if they watched those social media trends, they could have made a, a substantial profit from the cash. Um, so it's this aspect of CFDs or crypto CFDs. Um, I guess it's a question we should ask. So is this aspect of crypto CFDs enough to outweigh the risks of CFD trading in general? Well, from our perspective, it depends. Like successful CFD traders, no matter which asset they trained, um, they tend to be disciplined risk takers and they have a deep knowledge of the technical and the fundamental analysis uh, for the most part for, for other traditional CFDs. And they tend to work with well-regulated crypto CFD brokers and they don't trade with high leverage. So those are, are people who understand the risks of trading cryptos and understand the do's and don'ts around trading mm -hmm. crypto CFDs. Exactly. And so, but simultaneously, like someone, you know, without without um, a risk management plan and without a deep understanding of, of how CFD trading works and crypto CFD trading works, be really foolish to jump into highly leveraged crypto CFD trading. Um, and you also, you need a lot of capital because there's going to be drawdowns. You know, the market, the volatility of the market means that, um, you know, the Bitcoin can move by hundreds of points a day. And it's such a volatile market. You know, and so then, so I would say, you know, crypto CFD, there's a lot of risk attached. But then, you know, if you, if you want to trade crypto, I mean, I would also say there's a lot of risk involved in just trading regular crypto. I mean... Mm. You know, some a lot of financial experts would argue that putting your life savings into a digital token with no underlying value is a fairly foolish move. It's a fairly risky move. Um, so I think really the, um, the underlying point here is that if you're going to try and make a profit from cryptocurrency, whether through whether you're going to try and do it through outright purchase or whether you're going to do it through price speculation, through CFD trading, like we've been discussing, you should never invest more than you can afford to lose and be prepared for the volatility, yeah. be prepared for a wild ride, do your research, have a risk management plan, make sure you've got a lot of capital and try and stay away from too high levels of leverage. Yeah, I would say those are very good points. And the other mm -hmm. thing is, uh, as I mentioned just now, if you are considering trading on crypto CFDs, then make sure you look for a reliable and safe broker. Um, and what we mean by this is one with strong regulation and low latency execution or fast trading speeds. Um, we've actually made a list of some of our top-rated brokers, um, and you can find them on fxscouts.com or tradeforexsa.co.za, um, and we'll provide the links in the show notes if you want more information. Is there anything else that you yeah. can think of that you want to talk about with cryptos? Crypto's no, I think it'll be at some point it'd be good to dive into how crypto CFD trading works. But I mean, I thought uh, a good overview of it would be would be a good start. Yeah, which I think yeah. we've done. Cool. Well, then yes. uh, next week. Um, what are we talking about next week? Um, I'm not sure, Chris. <laughs> it's going to be a surprise. Excellent. <laughs> it's not a surprise. Well, we'll, find, we'll find out then, Alison. <laughs> Have a good week. Speak yeah. to you soon. You too. Cheers, Chris. Bye.